When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One of the best news breakers in the business is our very own, thanks to the Drain Man. Drain relining is a long-term solution to rehabilitate your assets. The Drain Man, Sammy Edmonds his name. Sammy, thanks for stopping by. Kane, great to be here. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bucks. Kane, morning, we're just mate. having a, you'd like this, we're just having a quick chat off air. Now, there's a lot to get to this morning, but just quickly, we're talking about the rise of the social media teams, the media teams in Clubland, which you and I spoke about, you and Bucks were speaking about this morning, and our man uh, Jacob Gaynor up there at GWS. I might point out the reigning employee of the year up there at GWS. They love him. Took a rare, man. Took a rare L. Rate him. Took a rare L last week, didn't he? Which we spoke about with North Melbourne. But Bucks and I were talking because in, in Bucks's time, they really came on, didn't they, Bucks? The, well, was, the media teams. Well, it's just reflecting that, like, where the young fella, Tom Robinson, who's no longer at the club, he, I reckon we'd beaten, we'd beaten Richmond the last kick of the day. Um, or the night, Brody Grundy sort of took a, a crumb and kicked it. And, and, like, it's Grundy. Like, it was, I think it was Bruce that was calling yep. it. And I think he played that on loop. He either put it on Facebook or something and played it on <laughs> loop, like 10 seconds, played on loop for an hour for, and put it out to to the supporters before we were playing Richmond the next year. <laughs> and, um, like, he was ahead of his time. You weren't happy, but were you? It's fair to say Jeff Walsh uh, wasn't happy. He pulled him in. And he was that close to getting sacked. It wasn't funny. But he would be employee of the, of the year he if, would. if he was uh, He was just ahead of his time. Because they're slinging mud at each other. It's an art form <laughs> at the moment. And we, we love it. It's all a bit of good fun. Um, we'll start with some footy cane. The free agency pools that we discussed, uh, you discussed last week, you know, might be a tad underwhelming. But the out-of-contract pool is mm. not. And Ben King will always be central to that. But... Ben King is definitely staying at Gold Coast. Now, he's touch and go for the season opener for the Suns with that knee, but the new contract is an absolute formality. There's no signature yet, but there will be very soon. And as Ben has constantly said, and perhaps as recently as a couple of weeks ago, loves the Gold Coast lifestyle, loves the club. He will stay. He will sign a two-year deal is my understanding. And that two years takes him to the free agency, you know, the obvious trigger, isn't it really, to then sign a career-high deal to stay on further or do the big deal to leave under that mechanism. But he's as wedded to that city as you could possibly expect. He loves it. The Suns have had the contract offer in front of him since last year. He's about to come back with a revised offer, and these things can come together pretty quickly. His manager, Robbie D'Arazio from Connor Sports, was uh, up on the Gold Coast last week, so I don't think that's too far off. So there could be real dose of good news for, for the new coach up there, Damien Harwick, before a ball's even bounced. It speaks to optimism and belief, and, and there's no doubt that Dimmer's appointment brings that. I wonder if that hadn't happened, how much he would love the city, because mm. in the end, it's it's all of it put together. But the other one that highlights for me is like we were talking about pressure on players and where Harley Reid's been built up to. Remember, remember Max and Ben King, how much we built them up? Yep. And we realised how hard this game is when you've got talented young players like these two boys that come in. They've both had injuries. They've both had their mm. worries at different times. But they're both going to be great players for a long time for their respective uh, clubs. Listening what, to what about yes, some of the other names, Sammy. Yeah, some so of the other out of contract names. Todd Marshall sounds like that's a formality as well, doesn't it? Listening to Ken Hinckley last week. Cam Zerha, Hugh McCluggage, Andy McGrath, all of interest, particularly Zerha, you'd think. Dustin Martin at season's end, of course. So we maybe won't go through the whole competition here, but the question really for a while now, and particularly over summer, has been can the Western Bulldogs keep all three? 
And when I speak of all three, I'm obviously referring to Tim English, Jamari Eaglehagen and Bailey Smith all out this year with English, the restricted free agent. Now, unsurprisingly, all have attracted significant interest and in going back for more than 12 months in many instances. And the dogs will be nervous until they put pen to paper. For me, though, I still think Bailey Smith is where a lot of it lies, a lot of that conjecture, a lot of that intrigue. On the move to who knows, a Geelong, a Collingwood or a Hawthorne or elsewhere. Now, all of this is going to play out, of course, with the extra edge of how the coach gets on performance-wise and also with what is very much a new-look football department that has been built around him. So there's so many storylines at the Western Bulldogs. It's going to be fascinating to watch on a variety of fronts, I think. So, Kane, English, Hugo Hagen and Smith – one to three. How do you oh, you want to keep uh, them going forward? Eugle Hagen, English Smith. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Is, is where I've got. And it. I think I mean Bulldogs might think that as well. But I mean, if you've got your druthers, you'd keep them. You keep them all. Yeah. But, but if you, but as we know with list management, sometimes you need to give to get. You do. Yeah, I think they only desperately need to keep um, Jamara. I think the other two are replaceable and English replaceable. Be, yeah, it may not be a bad thing if if either of those leave um, for the Western Bulldogs. I don't think it would be a disaster. I think you can um, you know, get some pretty good conversation for that. Uh, ticket prices are out, Sammy? They are. and they get, Well, they're going to go out uh, on sale later this month, Feb 27 specifically. That's just for here in Melbourne for the start of the home and away season. Obviously, opening round and gather round has been on sale for a while. When they do go on sale, though, Kane, people going to games at the MCG and Marvel will find that the cost of those tickets are the same as they were 12 months ago. So the AFL's just announced this morning that ticket prices for general admin will be frozen, 27 bucks for adults. $5 for kids, five and above, which is outstanding value, you've got to say. Half a dozen years now, the prices haven't changed. I reckon that's pretty incredible. Attendances went past 8 million people last year. So cost of living rising everywhere. I think 27 bucks for an adult, $5 for kids. Pretty good value, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, that, that's good news. Now, one of the more spicy boardroom election campaigns we've seen came to a close on Friday, Kane, of course, when Port Adelaide icon Warren Treadray beat out another one in Bruce Abernathy in an incredibly tight vote. Now, as you told us on Friday, Kane, Treadray became the power's new director. Now, there were only 199 votes separated here at Abernathy, and they received 10,500 votes from members. So Treadray was livid during the, the campaign, of course, when Ryan Burton endorsed Abernathy, given his in a relationship, of course, with Abernathy's daughter, Bree. Warren was furious. Oh, yes. Vented his anger on the club as well, as, as Kane told us. But it was his... Declaration less than 12 months ago, of course, that uh, Hinckley's coaching position was untenable that remains the elephant in the room. That's the understatement of the day. Now, the pair, Treadray said upon his elevation to the board just a couple of days ago, were yet to speak directly, but that the coach had presented to the board alongside the head of football there, Chris Davies. Now, clearly Treadray isn't a fan of Hinckley, but he's only one seat at the table, isn't he? One seat of nine or whatever it is. However, I found this interesting. He was given the chance at his unveiling press conference a couple of days ago to say that he changed his mind on Ken. I'm not sure he took it. This is Warren Treadray a couple of days ago. I, I was open at the time. My thoughts, we're all grown men. We've moved on from there. And, and I'm here to support it um, and, and support the club and, and give back to the club that gave me a lot. Are you fully backing Ken? So, so how do I? Are you fully backing him? You get yeah, he signed a two-year contract with the club last year. He's, but he's since signed a two-year contract at the club. So he's a contracted coach at the club. And the club has unanimous support in him. How do you reflect on those comments now? Obviously, it made a big, a big stir. How do you reflect on them? Sort of well, they're my honest comments at the time. Yeah. Have but they changed? Huh? Have they changed your opinion? 
Well, I'm not going to be giving you any headlines today if that's what you're wanting. No, no, I, I, no. I'm, I have, I'll have my my strong thoughts um, around any discussion we need to have inside the football club, and and that's effectively, I think that's what our members have voted for. They want someone to ask the questions that need to be asked at the right time. Otherwise, I wouldn't be standing here. Was Treaders able to do a not headline response there <laughs> at all, Kano? In Adelaide, what what happened? Well, uh, I, well, I don't know. That, that's the challenges, isn't it? I mean, it's incredibly awkward to, to listen to. I'm not sure how you mm. um, analysed it, Bucks and, and Sammy, but there's, there's challenges for the football club because not only has he been Ken Hinkley's biggest critic, he's also been really critical of Matthew Richardson, the CEO, and and, and mm. also David Kosh at one point accused how much of, of ga- gaslighting him last year. So there's there's some real challenges. And then how much Warren can say in his, in his job, which is to work in the media, He's going to have to rein it back in a, a long way, I would have thought. So, yeah, it's an interesting watch. Bucks, I want to take you back to when you were a senior coach and you were for a long time. Now, ignoring us pesky media people is one thing, but how, I don't know if unnerving is the right word, but how unnerving can it be when you suspect that there are those at board level who might not be your biggest fans? No, it might be a little bit about keeping your enemies close as a whole for Port Adelaide. Like, if Treaders are still going to say and do what he believes. I think that's his character. Is that right, Kane? Mm. Like he's not going to be a yes man at any point. And that's great. You want that point of difference. um, I've had a board member who didn't vote for me to continue out of 17 come to me and have a conversation about it and about why he thought that it was time to move on. And we've got a great relationship still, and we're both not at the club anymore. It was Alex Weisler's. Mm. But – we, I think if you can have, you can still have differences of opinion at a, in a moment, as long as you're men about it and, or, or you're transparent, you're, you're transparent mm. about it, you're, you're front up on it and you have those conversations and then you can understand, oh, that was then, this is now, and we're both in the same camp and we want to, we want this club to be great. I think you're fine. And so I was surprised to hear that that conversation hasn't taken place. I'd suggest that that's really important for that to happen because they're they're in the same boat and hopefully heading in the same direction. When it comes to advertising a Super Bowl, I'm forever fascinated by this guy. So companies are going to pay today, or already have done, $10 million Australian for a half a minute slot. That's quite incredible uh, on CBS's broadcast, of course, between Kansas City and, and the 49ers. Jennifer Aniston, David Beckham, Christopher Walken, just a few of the big uh, stars who are going to appear in these ad spots between plays. There's a Suits reunion coming of sorts, a Friends reunion as well. Carl, Carl Weathers is set to feature posthumously. Dan Marino, Scarlett Johansson for M&Ms. And then there's this one, Vince Vaughn, Tom Brady and Wayne Gretzky for a betting company. Quite amusing. Now, anyone but Tom Brady can play, so goes the line, because Tom has done enough winning. The truth is you've won too much, Tommy. Let others have their turn. What if I bet in-game parlays and I'm not Tom Brady? You're it. Now dog me. What if I bet the money line, but I think Tom Brady is cute? Well, I have the beholder. Subjective, but you're in. Hi, Tom. What if I used to babysit Tom Brady and he was a little troublemaker? Well, then you die with your secrets. No one likes a snitch, but you're in. Love Vince Vaughn. He's a very, very clever ad. And, and Tom dresses up as a cowboy in one stage to get an account. And they say, stop mugging around with the clothes. Very amusing. Just just, um, just quickly on the Super Bowl, I heard you guys talking about this earlier. But given the huge differences in their path, the respective quarterbacks, now, what warms the heart more? The Pat Mahomes ever-blossoming mm. legacy, the third championship is a two-time MVP, setting all sorts of new watermarks every year. 
and, and he's, he's the man on the throne? Or is it, you know, the last draft pick, Mr. Irrelevant, the so-called game manager who they say is being propped up by others? Are you siding with the man chasing Brady or the little San Fran battler fighting for the little guy? The underdog. It's, it's the underdog. It has to be. Oh, for me it is. Bucks is going for the legacy piece. Yeah, no, I like the legacy idea, but in the end, whoever earns it will earn it. They'll be one part of it. But, geez, if we talk about building people up, don't we build the quarterbacks up? As the, as the, like they they're, they're never on the field together, but it's always this guy versus that guy. Uh, they're pretty important. It's amazing, yeah. Well, the, so are the defenses. <laughs> yeah, they are but too. So, that is the, the quarterbacks do cop it like the win loss. Uh, it's half it's half of the situation. Like they got no control over what the defense does or how how they play. But it's always oh, this is a winning Mahomes quarterback versus or it's Purdy. Not, yeah, it, 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 I mean, it's, but always the MVP of this game will probably be mm. one of the quarterbacks. And the MVP of the league is usually always a quarterback. So they, the, they build it up as I much. I wonder if well. they're having, like, if the, if the media there will be prosecuting that because clearly there's, you know, really important players on the field that, that are not the quarterback. But, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, like Cooper Cup won an MVP in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Others have done it, but it, it is rare. Uh, the Phoenix, Phoenix Open, Sammy? Yeah, we're just about out of time. So just quickly, the old saying, careful what you wish for, definitely applied to the Phoenix Open over the weekend. And this is the tournament that perhaps has led the way over the years as golf tries to become more exciting to a younger generation. But gee whiz, every hole was the 16th hole over there at the weekend. The party hole had blossomed into 18 party holes. There were drunks everywhere. They had to shut the gates for a while, mm. stop serving alcohol, some really unsightly... Uh, uh, things witnessed over there. So one to watch. Uh, curious scenes uh, as well on the T20. You spoke about the no appeal. Some amazing audio there from the umpire, Jared Abood, who just said, guys, no one appealed. This is ridiculous. We're getting into real poor territory. Just get on with the game. The Aussies surrounded him at one particular stage. Should they have to appeal, though? I mean, they all know the rule. If you're out of the crease, you're out of your crease. It came up on the big screen. He was half a foot out. Should he have just been out? Well, y- yes. I think in the in the age of video reviews... It's not an LBW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Quite often, the where where the game goes or the technology is is not supported by the way the rules are written. Yeah, we we, we're always lagging, and it takes a situation like this before you rewrite the rules to actually you know make it make it good. yeah. But yes, appeal's always been a fundamental part of the sport. It's just mm. an early question about the notice for you as well, Kane. Now, I think uh, we're all back from holidays, of course. I don't know about you, but I did a lot of Uno playing in the living room uh, over the, the holiday period. Now, I've just heard something that I know Uno officially uh, clarified a year or two ago, but I'm shocked to learn this. I didn't know that you can't stack. Now, Uno has mm. confirmed that, no, you can't put a draw two on a draw two or a draw four on a draw four. We do that in our family. It adds to the fun. You can't, that's mm. not allowed. Yeah, no, you, you can't, can't put a draw four and a draw four. What? Then you draw eight. Pick on fat. No. no, I always thought you could do that as well. Oh, so nothing what about, what about what do you, Don't you think about your kids, their little hands? They no, can't target, hold that many cards. Why them. would you do that? You've you got to target you. them, that one vulnerable family. Member. That's it. I love the look target. on the face. I think, oh, I've got daddy <laughs> you know with a draw what? four. Yeah, Bang, like, and there goes another four. Massive cynic. You know what I think that makes me think first? You know sales must be down. They're, they're trying to make themselves relevant again. Oh, maybe. Well, it, they've been sitting it, on this for two decades. I was, like, they've been sitting up for two decades, and you only finally now clarify it. I reckon their sales are taking a downturn. They're trying to find some free publicity. Well, let's whack this Let out. Let it there. linger. Yeah. There is nothing you're not across, Sammy. Nicely done from you for the first <laughs> time uh, this year, and look forward to doing it uh, each and every Monday, mate. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, guys.